It's Christmas afternoon with Peter Wolfcan on News Talk ZB. There is boy child, Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day. Hi there, Peter Wolfcamp here, and um, well, I hope that so far this Christmas Day has been everything you would have hoped for. And from me to all of you listening, a very, very merry Christmas to you all. Now, I reckon that since the beginning of time, humans have told stories, and the best stories get passed on from generation to generation. The Christmas story is said by some to be the greatest story ever told, and it's been passed down for 2,000 years. Whether that's a story that guides your life or not, it is the undisputed most formational story of Western civilization. So it's a big deal. Now, in a few moments, we're going to hear a particularly creative retelling of that story, as told by a cast of more than 30 people, including our very own Mike Hosking, Leighton Smith, Heather Duplessis-Allen, Barry Soper, Martin Devlin, Wendy Petrie, and about 25 others, including the Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. But first, this is a great opportunity. I've got the chance to talk to the people that actually created the story. So with me is uh, Phil Guyan from CBA and Grace. A very happy Christmas to you both. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Nice to be here. Now, I, I know that last year when I had the opportunity of being here as well, the we listened to the story for the first time. So there's a couple of things there. One, we get to hear about the same story again, but apparently it's a little different this year. It's had a uh, fresh coat of paint, yeah. shall we say, a few yeah, tweaks here and there. Refresh. That's the thing of the creative process is uh, you're never quite, you're never quite happy with it. Sure. You know what I mean? You yeah. go, oh, there's a bit of room for improvement here and there. It's, it's always that temptation to just tinker with it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. There's always yeah. more that can be done. A little polishing, a little refresh exactly. and a little refinement. Yeah. Okay. So there's, but saying that, um, the version, the original version is obviously pretty good because it has won a truckload of awards. It really has. Yeah. 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 On three, in three different places in the world, hasn't it? That's right. So we got so a, a London International Award, right? Um, and uh, it won the New York Radio Award mm-hmm. uh, for best script, and the New Zealand Radio Award for best creative feature. Fantastic. So, yeah, New Zealand, New York, and, and London. London. <laughs> and London. What's the creative process for you guys in, in in putting this together? Obviously, we're starting with the Christmas story, but then where do you go from there? What was the origin of this particular creation? Well, we, I think what happened was we had this idea of having a Dr. Seuss-style show. Yes. And we were tossing it around for quite a while, and we couldn't, we didn't quite know how it was going to work and what the storyline would be and how we'd actually make it Dr. Seuss-style. And then um, Josh, who works with us, just one day said, who's Talk ZB? And New Zealand, and it suddenly, like all started falling into place as we as we dreamt up this world, this alternative universe almost of of New Zealand and whose talks it'd be, and we went and sussified everybody's names, and Jacinda became Jacindy Lou Who, and Michael Van Husking Van Hosking McMike was Mike Hosking. Right. So suddenly it came alive, but it took a while, I think, to get to that place of seeing what it could actually be. And it was Josh who originally said, why don't we try and retell the Christmas story in Dr. Seuss rhyme? And so we, we, we went and got out every Dr. Seuss book we could find. <laughs> I was going to say, were you fans before you started writing I've, this? I've You've grown up reading, fan of Dr. reading Seuss. Dr. Seuss my whole right. life, yeah. So I was so excited to do it. I didn't realise we were actually going to be doing the whole thing in rhyme. And then once we started, it was like a few weeks of just my brain exploding because <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> in rhyme always. And I felt like everything I had to say had to rhyme or be said at a certain beat. It was quite. It would mm. be quite hard to get out of character too, like going yeah. to the supermarket and suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite fun. It's quite fun. It was a real achievement to sit back and listen to something that long and rhyme. I think it would be kind of normal to have like a, maybe a 10 minute piece, but to have, what is it, 40, 40 something minutes? 40 yeah. minutes of, yeah. of rhyme is quite impressive. And getting these people to rhyme, like I can't believe we got the Prime Minister on the phone speaking in Dr. Seuss rhyme. Like <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> and this year, of course, the Prime Minister hopefully might be listening uh, this afternoon and uh, in a slightly different household with a, a, a newborn. Or not, yeah. Neve's not that young anymore. Well, she was, in fact, Neve features in she the, does in feature. the Yeah, she's, she's in the story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, quite a critical part, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> on cue, on time. 
Well, this is right. There might be some um, uh, mixing up uh, the the birth of Neve with with another famous Christmas birth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, look, I'm I'm really, really looking forward to uh, to to hearing it again. Now, this is not uh, the first time that that CBA have put together a piece of radio theatre like this, but there was also News Talk BC. That's right, a play News on BC. News Talk ZB. Now that's, that's going back uh, six years right. to News Talk BC. Yes, and actually, you know what? That was that was a, a that was inspired by Radio yes. J, which was produced by John Hawksby and Tom Bradley and Judy Bailey and Phil Yule yep. um, back in the seventies, mm-hmm. um, where they pretended to be a radio station in Jerusalem on the night that Jesus was born, and uh, and so then every everything f- unfolds from that, and there's a roaming report seeing the bright light in the sky and and they had all sorts of funny advertisements and things right. that, that were based in sort of you know one one BC type uh, radio ads that were a lot of fun and we drew inspiration from that and said well how do we take the radio J idea radio Jerusalem mm-hmm. idea um, and turn it into a talk station because that was a music station they were um, they had Sammy Amos the uh, the the DJ who was um, <laughs> Uh, playing playing songs, but then cutting to little little talk breaks yep. and, and uh, reporters and the newsroom and whatever. Um, so we said, well, how would that work <laughs> in, in a news talk format? How can we make that uh, a news talk be uh, news talk? ZB show, yep. and we're like, oh, News Talk BC. News talk BC. And that, that was BC. what actually kicked off that idea. Um, and so we had um, Morty Lehmann, the, the um, talkback host, and yep. yourself as Joseph. And my, yeah. Yes, that's right. I do recall that. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> and that was a cast of thousands as well. That included the uh, the then Prime Minister and Leader of the Opposition and, and all sorts of people. And um, uh, I think some of the ads were done by the Mad Butcher as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've got the Mad Butcher in this one as well, doing Brilliant. the green eggs and ham. <laughs> uh, Dr. Sp- <laughs> Play on Greenings and Ham with the Mad Butcher. Yeah, yeah. It's so pretty it's, fun. A, it's a it's a remake of a remake of a remake. Yeah, in a way, the the ideas just keep evolving. Yeah, the What's story next? remains the same. The way that you deliver the story can change. Obviously, mm. that's it. Pete, it's worth mentioning that the storyline is a little bit bewildering and could do with a, a moment of explanation. Fortunately, we have Grace here. Explain it all. I can give it a shot. So basically. What happens is that we we are introduced to Mike Hosking the night before Christmas and he's at home and he's tired and he lies down and has a wee nap and then we enter his dream. And in the dream, he is on a talk station just like News Talk ZB. He's but, the star of the show. Yeah, he's the star. But uh, it's not News Talk ZB, it's Who's Talk ZB. So remember uh, the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas and it was all the Who's down in Whoville. And everyone in the story is a who. So we kind of transported that into our story and it's all the who's in New Zealand. And so we have susified all the characters and we go through this journey with Michael Van Hosking Van Hosking McMike uh, because there's a strange star in the sky. And we follow this journey and we meet a whole bunch of people along the way that are familiar names and faces and voices, but they have been susified. So they are not who you may expect them to be. So Heather Duplessis Allen becomes Sally Von Digit from the Ministry of Stats and uh, Barry Soper. Is Murray Mc- Motel McKinn, the head of the Hoteliers, Hoteliers Union? Yeah. <laughs> and so and we, we we've get... already mentioned uh, Jacinda as Jacindy Lou Who. And yes, yeah, so the we, head who. The, yeah, the head who. And so we, when you're listening and it's you get confused, just always bring it back to that, that you're in, you're in this alternative universe of New Zealand, just like how the Grinch stole Christmas. Inside Mike Hosking's dream. Yes, it's quite inception. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just uh, another couple of things around this, though, is, is that I guess for all of us, we're, the nativity story we kind of know well, but we're always seeing it in different ways and in different modes of expression, let's say from music through to art, through to film, sculpture, Christmas cards. Um what are some of the other things that, that for you guys you would draw inspiration from in terms of the Christmas story? Yeah. I, this is the thing, isn't it? You know, so you started off by saying that the um, the Christmas story has been retold through generations mm. and generations for two thousand years, and uh, and it, does, it it gets depicted in, in, in art and stained glass windows and um, and music. Oh my goodness! You know, the mm. last the last what six weeks of Christmas carols yeah. are uh, you know a thousand different ways of saying uh, Jesus was born. Yes. Um, 
and and you get church nativity plays and a lot of movies. There was the Kesha mm. Castle Hughes muse, uh, movie, and then spins on it like the nativity ones with mm. um, Martin Freeman and so on. And then, as you say, there's um, all sorts of parodies and things. There's all sorts of stuff dropping uh, in, in YouTube. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. Um, the nativity story told through the Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, <laughs> and even the Hallelujah, the, the Leonard Cohen Hallelujah, um, has been rewritten to tell the Christmas story as well. So, right. you know, people adapt whatever they've got. That There's remind- no end of creativity around uh, how you can retell the Christmas story. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I lost a couple of sheets of plywood from the job the other day to my brother who was helping build uh, an outdoor nativity set for the <laughs> <laughs> local church as well. So <laughs> it's part of that creative retelling as well. And, and it's interesting, too, that people seem to be quite happy to climb on board with us. As we went around, I mean, as you, you gave a bit of a list of the people that are involved, yeah. Mike Hosking, Martin Devlin, Heather Duplessy-Allen, Wendy Petrie, Kate Hawksby, Glenn Hart, mm-hmm. uh, Mike's producer, yes, um, Barry Soper, and um, Joe Gilfillan, and Tim Roxborough, all sorts of people, even Leighton Smith, even... Steve Machinsky, the New York correspondent. They're, they're all part of this, like all these news talks said big personalities. And uh, not literally not one person said, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Mm. Everyone's like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. But I think part of the reason for that too, guys, is that, um, every, you know, I'm talking sort of as an outsider now. I think everybody recognises that what you do is actually really, really good um, and quality work deserves respect and people respect what you do so big ups from me for the work that you do I think it's fantastic and this is a quality piece of broadcasting and it's not surprising for me anyway that you've had awards in New Zealand and in London and you got to go to New York (laughs) as well Phil so well done mate Thank well you very done. much. No, it's fantastic. Hey, well, look, it's um, it's been lovely catching up with you. I think it's fantastic to hear the creative process and some of the, the enjoyment that you get out of doing what you do. But now it's time for all of our listeners to enjoy Who's Talk ZB. It was the night before Christmas and Mike Hosking was spent. It seemed like the madness would never relent. Prize givings, shopping and office festivities, Cheer. seasonal drinks and merry activities. Fairy light fixing and trying to please with buying of presents and tinseling trees. Going to malls and joining the throngs and hearing the same old Christmassy songs. Yes, his last several weeks had been filled up with stress and had started to tire with all the excess. But the end of year crazy had finally ended and the thought of a break was really quite splendid. So at the close of this taxing and rather long day, he heard that dinner was still an hour away. Kate was humming, content in the kitchen. As for Mike, he was stuffed. Too knackered to pitch in. Good fortune had fallen right into his lap. This was Mike's chance to grab a quick nap. So he poured a tall glass of his favorite red and considered which sofa to use as his bed. Mike lifted his glass and took one final sip. Then he lay his head down for his pre-dinner kit. And as he was nestled all snug with his red, sweet sounds of Paul Simon danced in his head. It took only moments till he started to snooze the delicious warm blend of sofa and booze. When images Kodachrome started to stream through his head in the most incredible dream. A dream that was vivid, a dream that was strange, a dream that was quirky and almost deranged. A dream that gripped him and kept him spellbound. A dream you could even describe as profound. Familiar characters lit up this dream, and there's no doubt that Christmas was clearly the theme. There was eggnog and tinsel and green mistletoe and a giant white star in the sky, all aglow. Though it was Christmas, Mike still was on air in a radio station he couldn't tell where. It was much like our world, but then again not, as if Dr. Seuss had created the lot. All the colors were vivid, yet strikingly real, and all the people were Who's, and they lived in Who's Zealand. 
So turn up your wireless and listen to me, and I'll tell you the tale of Who's Talk ZB. For a Christmas that's covered in custard and cream, and not even slightly PC, it's Michael Van Hoosking, Van Hosking McMike, only on Who's Talk ZB. Who's Talk ZB, it's Van Hoosking with you, and we're covering the news of the day. The census is news that all Who's can use, so let's get this show underway. We've numbered the number of Who's that there are to find a definitive tally. So joining me now from the Ministry of Stats, Miss Sally O'Digit. Hi, Sally. Hi, Mike. Well, I'd like to begin by explaining how every civilian, if you count them all up, right across New Zealand, will come to just shy of five million. From Auckland to Nainai and Greymouth to Bluff and Haast right across to Hay, and Takaka Hallswell and Papamoa or Hopi to stunning Hawke's Bay. When we count them all up, everyone, every who, every person of every age, from the who's who earn heaps to the who's on the dole and those who's on the minimum wage, we start to see who's the who's who's in New Zealand, how many houses we still need to build, who will need to import, who's useful, who's useless, and who is really quite skilled. Thanks for your time. Next on the show, a sight that sounds truly bizarre. We've been getting reports all night from out east of a honking great moving bright star. We've sent out our journo Tina Van Twinkle to conduct an investigation. But first, my next guest on Who's Talk ZB, we're talking accommodation. Who's king? I'm speaking with Murray McMotel McKinn. He's the head of the Hoteliers Union. Well, Mike, as you know, this time of the year is when families plan their reunion. It's Christmas and so, like tradition it seems, hospitality is back in a spin. Like 2,000 years ago, we never quite learned. There's still no room at the inn. In fact, it's so bad, I've even bent rules as recently as just last night. A young couple came in and asked for a room. I could see they weren't quite a plight. You see, she was pregnant and ready to pop. Nine months, I would hazard to say. But I was full booked, not room for a mouse. And I couldn't just turn them away. So I put them out back in a dirty old shed where it's damp and it's starting to smell. It's not a flash, I admit. To be perfectly frank, it's not even a one-star hotel. That's pretty rough. If the baby did come, how would they cope in a shit? I told them to tuck him away in a manger. There's clearly no crib for a bed. No room in the inn. That sounds grim. That sounds bleak. I hope they had somewhere to wash. All the sheep and cows were crowded around, so Mike, please, don't ever tell Osh... Thanks for that. Next, we've got Tina on site with news of what she can see, the mysterious light in the sky in the east. You're listening to Who's Talk ZB. Mad I am! Mad I am! G'day, it's Butch, and mad I am! You will love my beef and ham, and my chicken, pork and lamb. You will love my tasty veal. You can buy it for a steal. You can eat it on the train. You can eat it in the rain. You can eat it in your house. You can eat it with your spouse. You can eat it at the beach or with Sir Peter Charles Leach. Don't let us be such a drag. Head to Bunnings for a snag. You can eat it on white bread with onions underneath instead. You could pair it with a sand. Then you could chase it with a pav. You should try my pork and lamb. You will love it. Mad I am. It's your Christmas Barbie dream. Now go my favourite footy team. Need a sneed? Need a sneed? Yes, indeed, you need a sneed. I am the Onceler, and you need a sneed. A sneed to find something that all people need. It's a shirt, it's a sock, it's a glove, it's a hat. But it has other uses, yes, far beyond that. You can use it for carpets, for pillows, for sheets, or curtains or covers for bicycle seats. You'll think that this sneed that I've knitted is great. Just 12 easy payments of $3.98. Sneeds make a fine gift, so buy six forthwith. The kids will be thoroughly thrilled at Christmas. A sneed is so useful, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Buy three and get two while stock is in store. Sneeds come in red, green, blue, orange, and black. And if you're not happy, I'll give your cash back. Need a sneed, need a sneed. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. A sneed's a fine thing all New Zealanders need. Terms and conditions apply and all money-back guarantees. Pay no attention to the Lorex who claims to speak for the trees. 
If you've just joined us, I'd like to recap. Mike Hosking was having a Christmas Eve nap. He dreamed a weird dream. His dream was absurd. The strangest dream that you've ever heard. It might be the months of incessant carols, or maybe the wine that was aged in oak barrels. But Mike was on air Christmas Day in prime time, and the whole thing transpired in Seuss-styled rhyme. So as you sit and you listen around your Christmas tree, let's tune in again now to Who's Talk ZB. From Kaitaia to Bluff, from Gisborne to Gore, from Ekatahuna to Lee, it's Michael Van Hoosking Van Hosking McMike, only on Who's Talk ZB. It's quarter past something on Who's Talk ZB, and there has been news of a light, a light that is bright, a remarkable sight. This bright light's been shining all night. We've had texts, we've had calls and had emails galore of this light way up high in the skies. It's out to the east, past Gisborne, we think, and easily seen with our eyes. Tina Van Twinkle was first on the scene. She's out at the Gisman Marina. What can you tell us? What can you see and how bright is that light? Tell us, Tina. Well, Mike, I'm here out on the East Coast, New Zealand's easternmost spot, and I've spoken with people of every kind to hear all the theories they've got. One woman I spoke to from Poverty Bay, Sally McNally Van Glow, swore black and blue, purple and red, that the light was a big UFO. I spoke with a boy aged no more than eight, Wirimu Hu from Tolaga Bay, who was sure it was Santa delivering gifts and the lights were the lights on his sleigh. Uh, Mr. Hoosie Van Watson from Matokitoki had another thought what it could be. A comet, he said, flying high in the sky. This made much more sense to me. It's certainly big, Mike, I've got to say. I can understand why all the fuss. I can see it right now. It lights up the sky and the light is as big as a bus. Thanks, Tina. That's great. Now, I've just had a text from a listener, Miss Hoosie Van Wajian. She's warning all Hoos to run for the hills as the light is an alien invasion. Well, Mike, I've met another eyewitness, a Wanda Wendy McHoo. Hi, Wanda. Hi, Tina. How do you do? Thanks, Tina. I'm Tickety-Boo, and I've got a theory. I know that I'm white. All the others, they don't have a clue. Mahia Peninsula's just down the road. From here, you get quite a view. It's where they do all their tests don't you see? I tell you, that light is a wocket. A wocket? A wocket. A rocket. A wocket. Yes, I tell you, that light is a wocket. I see. Yes, I do. That makes sense. Yes, it does. Rocket Lab is about 50 miles further south, and they launch all their rockets from there. It's where they do all of their trials. Mahia Peninsula's away down the road. From here, it's a bit of a hike, so I'll phone them up now, and I'll look for more clues. Until then, Back to you, Mike. That's Tina Van Twinkle, our girl on the scene, our Who's Talk ZB journo ace, out solving the mystery of the light in the sky, and it sounds like she's cracking the case. Who's game? And now to New York, and all the big news, uh, Merchinsky, known as Steve. Hi, Mike. Happy Christmas. Although, as you know, up here it is still Christmas Eve, and the big news in town is bigger than big. And guess who's on the front page? It's Trump yet again, with his grand Christmas tree, that no one can ever upstage. He seems to be proud of his great big grand tree, and he knows how to put on a show. Let me play you a clip of the great president, recorded just moments ago. One bobble, two bobbles, red bobbles, blue bobbles, bobbles of silver and gold. My bobbles are bigger than any you've seen, they're such a sight to behold. Billions of baubles as shiny as can be. No one has better baubles than me. Miles of tinsel, in fact, 93. Only I make the best Christmas tree. There's jingle bells, jangle bells, jungle bells too, plus acres of glistening fake snow. Jingle bells chime in jangle bell time. Believe me, it's an incredible show. I've made it much taller than the tallest Trump Tower. It's sure to impress all the crowds. All covered in lights of bright blinking neon and stretching up high in the clouds. I've made it so tall and so bright and so grand, it's probably my greatest endeavor. The people will wonder and marvel and gaze and talk of the Donald forever. I'm the greatest president the world ever saw. Ask anyone and they'll say, I'll make Christmas great again. Just wait and see. And I'll even make Mexico pay.
I must tell you, Van Hoosking, though Trump likes to brag, the tree is not grand at all. It's alternative facts, or even fake news. It's just three and a quarter foot tall. Thanks, Steve, for your work and your stories this year from the good old US of A. Have a great Christmas and Happy New Year. Enjoy the rest of your day. Get into our Christmas gift store. Christmas is stuff you will adore. We've got Christmas gifts galore in our glorious Christmas gift store. Tinsel gold for your festivities. We sell real life-sized nativities. Lions, tigers, cats and leopards. Angels, wise men and life shepherds. Your kids will want a fism dice. The ones in silver are half price. For hardly any great expense, gold, myrrh and frankincense. Christmas bezel nuts and zummers. Zazzer, zazzer, zoos and Hummers. This gift could be a game changer, a little baby in a manger. Buy a new crush to crush your knees, or a slop to top your Christmas wreath. A green diff and doofer table, one old, used, and smelly stable. Gift quagger bugs and cheeses, a safe and smiling baby Jesus. A thingamajigger and a Nixie Knox, come in a Christmassy wrapped box. Our Christmas gift store, yes indeedy, everything you want and nothing you needy. And now for some news for a narrow demographic. It's time for an update from Time Saver Traffic. If you're in a car now and you're stuck in a jam, next time consider a bike, trike or tram. But the mode of transport I most recommend, those electric scooters are really on trend. If your queue of cars goes for miles and miles, take a deep breath and be generous with smiles. If you cause a fender bender and you're clearly the offender, please don't be a defender of the splendor of your gender. This time of year, we don't need the excuses to lose our tempers and start hurling abuses. So whether you're driving a Honda Accord, a Mazda, Toyota, a Holden or Ford, as you drive through Who Zealand from here and to there, Drive safely this Christmas, and please, do take care. It's news that is broken. It's breaking right now. The what, where and who, the why and the how. We cut to the chase and through the Ferrari. Here's a Who's Talk ZB developing story. It's Who's Talk ZB on this Christmas day, and a story that's kept us engrossed is the light in the sky that was spotted last night above Gisborne, out on the East Coast. Tina Van Twinkle is covering the case. As a reporter, she's one of the greatest. In the sky, there's a light, and it's big and it's bright. Now, Tina, please tell us the latest. Well, Mike, you remember that clue that we got from Wanda Wendy McHoo? She told us a rocket had lit up the sky and was certainly sure it was true. But now I can tell you this theory from Wanda is well and truly defunct. I called Rocket Lab and they flatly denied, so that whole idea is debunked. But earlier today, as I searched for a lead, as often is done in the media, I consulted a raft of professors, you see, the brightest in all academia. One put me on to a world-renowned geek visiting from Eastern College. Dr. Professor Henry B. Gaspar is the king of celestial knowledge. My colleagues and I of Orient are bearing gifts we've travelled so far, past the Mission Bay Fountain and Ruapehu Mountain, following yonder star. So it's a star in the sky? Yes, but not as you'd know it. But it appears to be in motion. Yes, Tina, that's right. My colleagues and I have followed it over the ocean. A star that is moving, but isn't a comet? How odd, how strange, how bizarre. Well, your regular star doesn't move at all. What you see is an exceptional star. Thanks for mansplaining. That wasn't quite needed. But tell me, what makes it unique? It's a sign, a foretelling, a prophecy old of a baby whom we three all seek. We want a sneak peek by the end of the week of this king so mild and so meek. A king, did you say? What? Here in New Zealand? That news would be truly immense. A royal of sorts, but a true world leader, not a king in the typical sense. The bringer of peace, the prophecies say, for hundreds of years so foretold. So we've brought precious gifts from afar for the babe, of frankincense, myrrh and gold. We don't know quite where, 
We're just following that star and it seems to have started slowing. We expect it will stop soon, revealing the spot. Our excitement is certainly growing. So Mike, as you heard the professor just say, the star is a sign in the skies. A sign of a birth, well, that's what the man said. A man who sounds awfully wise. Thanks, Tina. You're the best. What a story. What a scoop. You deserve a prestigious award. When you cover all the news and you gather all those views, I'm hardly ever even slightly bored. But now we're in a fix. What a pickle. What a mix. Do we know now more than we knew before? We've got wise men who are loyal to this baby being royal and their efforts are quite hard to just ignore. We've more questions now than answers. We need info that advances, and to answer them I know I must derive. A chat with our PM to ask the where and when, so let's put a call into the old beehive. So right across this nation on this fine radio station, we'll be the first to bring this news to you. Now headlines with our newsreader, then we'll hear from our fine leader, Prime Minister Jacindy Luhu. While you're rocking around your Christmas tree, it's your news headlines on Who's Talk ZB. On the night before Christmas, all around the East Coast, a bright light in the sky has kept people engrossed. Conjecture of aliens proved to be wrong. According to scholars, t'was a star all along. News from the White House in Washington, D.C. that the president has put up the world's biggest tree. Its lights are amazing, says our U.S. reporter. It stands at a whopping three foot and a quarter. There's a shortage of housing most people know well. A young mother-to-be couldn't find a hotel or a room in a hostel where you might backpack, so she's had to make do with a shed round the back. It's not known yet if the baby has come, but we'll bring you news when she's a new mum. Scandal at the North Pole set the Twittersphere alight. Santa Claus was witnessed kissing mummy last night. Amid speculation over whether it's true, other mummies came forward exclaiming, Me too. It seems to be always underneath a mistletoe. Santa's only comment was, Ho, ho, ho. And now for the weather. The weather, I'd say, will be happening for the better part of the day. We thought that we'd have it, the weather I mean, it's a part of our everyday daily routine. Up north the temperatures rise after dawn, they'll go up with the sun, then cool once it's gone. In the south of New Zealand, the wind could be blowing, and up on some mountains, it's probably snowing. Out east might be humid, which makes you feel icky. The air's full of moisture, that's why you feel sticky. Out west may be glorious, a sky of bright blue, then suddenly rain might start falling on you. When clouds gather all darkly, you might start to wonder. When lightning is flashing, there's probably thunder. If we all cross our fingers and wish all together, we might get some sunny and warm stable weather. If you've just tuned in and you think you've gone mad, you're hearing a dream that Mike Hosking had. In a Christmas Eve nap as he waited for tea, after drinking a Merlot with crackers and brie. His dream was so vivid, so lifelike and real, but it went from the plausible to the surreal. As he slumbered, he dreamt that he was on air, broadcasting a show with his usual flair. He was on air at Christmas time. Yes, Christmas, he! On Who's Zealand's best station, Who's Talk ZB. In this dream that Mike had, I have to disclaim, that he had the most unusual name. Michael Van Hoosking, Van Hosking McMike, a name he admitted he did not dislike. The dream was odd, yes, but not a bit sinister. Let's tune back in now as Mike called the Prime Minister. From Blenheim to Bulls, Littleton to Levin, from Waikata up to Waihee, it's Michael Van Hoosking Van Hosking McMike, only on Who's Talks ZB. Yes, you're back with ZB on our Christmas Day, and I'm talking with our head who. Welcome once more, Jacindy Lou Who. Thank you, Michael, and how do you do? I'm very well, thanks. Now, the reason I called is because that bright light in the heavens, it turns out it means a new leader's foretold, which has got us at sixes and sevens. Could it be that your Neve is the one that they mean when they talk of a peace-bringing baby? Well, Mike, thanks for asking. I'd like to say yes, but maybe. The answer is maybe. I think that all people of every age can work towards peace if they choose. Every who in New Zealand can be a good neighbour by walking in other who's shoes. 
you'll find leaders will come in all colours and creeds and from the most unlikely places. We all can be leaders who are working for peace in each of our respective spaces. But the light that you speak of up high in the sky is brand new news to me. The first that I heard of it happened to be right here on Who's Talk ZB. Well, what can I say? We're the best, we're the first, the top ratingest station by far. And we break the news first because that's what we do. Every Who will soon know of that star. Let me wish all your listeners a fabulous day, every Who in New Zealand, each one. Happy Christmas, great joy to each girl and each boy, a safe break and fun in the sun. Thank you, Jacinda. It is helpful to know that the star we've seen since Christmas Eve announces a newborn, but we can be certain it isn't your little Miss Neve. Well, the phones have lit up and we've got a full board, so I think we'll take just one minute to take a few calls with your reckons on this and we'll see if there's anything in it. Let's start with a who whose name is Stu. Hi, Mike. I'm a first-time caller. That star in the sky, it has now passed us by, and as it heads west, it gets smaller. I live in a town in the Bay of Plenty, outside Tauranga, called Bethlehem, and that light was so bright that last night with delight we played cricket till past 3am. Thanks, Stu, and hooroo. Now, hi, Emmy Lou. Hi, Mike. I'm your number one fan. I listen all day and all night, and I love you. You're my ideal metro-type man. I've something to say. That star in the sky, it's been moving, but now it's slowed down. In fact, I'm quite sure it has come to a stop, parked over our small country town. Oh, really? That's curious. Though I find your claim spurious, tell me now just where you are. To Araha, Mike. Just south of Thames, and one hour from Whangamata. Te araha, eh? Now, what do we know? According to our wise sage, there's a baby foretold who will bring peace once they're old as a leader upon the world stage. Now, Lizzie Beth Hu, how do you do? Well, Van Hoosking, I'm right as rain. I have a theory about the predicted baby, and to me, it seems ever so plain. What if a king of the peace-bringing sort were more humble than we all suppose? What if he's born to the poorest of poor and he shows up right under our nose? Thanks for that, Lizzie. Interesting thought. Here's a text with a similar sound. If you're seeking a peacemaker, why would you think that the beehive is where they'd be found? That's probably fair. Why did we look there? Well, next, Katina. Hello. I've been listening all day. And I just have to say that I am thoroughly over your show. The rhythm, the timing, the incessant rhyming. You've got me now climbing the walls. These repetitive sounds, they all echo around. I've had it up to my eyeballs. So now stop all this rhyming. You've no sense of timing. It's making me just want to spew. This ain't a kid's book, so please stop it. Now look, you've gone and got me doing it too. I do welcome all perspectives. Mike, she sounds a tad invective. And especially views from such a pleasant voice. So then, caller of the day? Yes. She took my breath away. Of all the callers, she would be my choice. Hey, Mike, you sound quite smitten. You're almost purring like a kitten. So, where have you been, producer Glenn ZB? Well, I don't much like to butt in. I'm just here to push the button. Plus, it's Christmas and there's eggnog flowing free. Well, that caller made my day, but now it is time for me to say we'll be back shortly on Who's Talk ZB. Who's Zealand lamb? Who's Zealand lamb? You'll love our free-range eggs and lamb. You love to eat them in otaki. They taste so good up in the nucky. Forty sauce is an awesome match. They taste the best when at the batch. You can eat them here all day. You'd even like them in here. New Zealand lamb goes great with brie. And wash it down with LMP. Eat them up, Mount Manganui. Scoff them at Tomatanui. They're so yum in Dunedin. I like them best in Glenida. Share free-range eggs with a farmer. And tasty lamb with a mama. Our free-range eggs and lamb's quite cheap. But you can't eat it with a sheep. Eat it with a Coke and Big Mac. You could eat it with an all-black. You could eat it up a hill. You can eat it with Sunny Bill. You could eat it with Rachel Hunter. Or any other Kiwi punter. New Zealand lamb! New Zealand lamb! You'll love our free-range eggs and lamb! <laughs> I am the Lorax, 
I speak for the trees and I'm worried about Cody dieback disease. It's threatening our beautiful native giants. We must pay attention to all of the science. You can help stop this unwelcome visitor known as Phytothora agathodicida, a pathogen easily carried by campers, plus hikers and bikers and glampers and trampers. So, some guidelines to which it's wise to adhere. Firstly, be sure that you clean all your gear. Thoroughly scrub off loose soil and dirt, and where there's a squirter, give shoes a good squirt. Clean on your way in, and once more, once you're out, we can't have this pathogen hanging about. Be careful when plodding and trotting with boots to avoid disturbing the delicate roots. And make sure that you always stick to the track. Together we'll stop this Cody die back. I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees. Let's protect these taonga for future Kiwis. So as you enjoy all your summery fun, let's remember our Cody and take care of each one. He's the king of the airwaves, the king of the mic, the king of repartee. It's Michael Van Hoosking Van Hosking McMike, only on Who's Talk ZB. Every Who in New Zealand now knows of the star, thanks to Who's Talk ZB and our ace reporter. Tina Van Twinkle was first on the scene, but what happened next was quite unforeseen. We're told that the light has come from afar and has travelled due west to Te Aroha. Dr. Professor Henry whatever, what he said was quite odd, but he sounded quite clever. He said that the star was a sign of a birth of a baby who'd bring peace and goodwill to the earth. To many, his claim would sound crazy, of course, but it comes from the most reliable source. Let's go to the phones and take one more call and perhaps we'll resolve all this once and for all. Hi, Trevor. Hello. What do you have to say? Well, Mike, howdy. Warm greetings. Kia ora, g'day. I was listening to you while out fixing the fence, so I thought I'd phone in and add my two cents. But it might take a while. I've got a story to tell. I've got all the time in the world. Go ahead. Well, every who in who Zealand likes Christmas a lot, but I'm like a Grinch, and I really did not. I've just hated Christmas, the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. I just don't know the reason. It could be my head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be my gumboots were pulled on too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that my heart was two sizes too small. Whatever the reason, my heart or my shoes, I stood there on Christmas Eve hating the who's. Staring down from a hill with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm, happy houses in Te Aroha town. I was out on the farm, knackered from my sheep chasing, when I saw that bright star, and boy, it was racing. I was not in the mood for Christmas or fun, but this star intrigued me, so I started to run. And as I ran through the paddock, there arose such a clatter that my farmer mates came to see what was the matter. A bright light appeared, and the ewes bolted fast. Then a voice with such force that it left us aghast. I bring you good news, said the voice with a glow, as we sheep farmers shook in the paddocks below. Voices sang from the sky and I started freaking. It was loud and angelic and my eyes started leaking. They sang of a baby born just that night, a child who'd bring hope and set the world right. They told us, get down there and look for a shed. His mother has wrapped him and laid down his sweet head. He's lying in hay with a trough for a cot, so it won't take you long to find the right spot. The light was so bright that we all were half blind, but we whistled the dogs, now get in behind. Now Tucker, now Rusty, now Benji, now Squid. And we ran down to the township to search for the kid. Behind a motel on the outskirts of town, in a cow shed with animals crowded around, we found a young mum and her new fiancé, and they showed us their baby asleep in the hay. 
As I looked on in wonder, the whole world went still. And I can't quite explain it, but my heart felt a thrill. Despite the mess and the stink and the crap all around, it was like I was standing on, well, holy ground. I stood puzzling and puzzling, how could this be so? Why did I get to be here? <laughs> Just an average Joe. And what happened then? Well, Mike, let me say, this Grinch's small heart grew three sizes today. Well, Trevor, I thank you. That's quite a story, but given your claims, it's now mandatory. To ask more details of where this took place, we'll give them a call and try to touch base with the mum and the dad. So hold on and tell my lovely producer the name of the motel. We'll be back after this, thanks to Trevor the Farmer. We might just have solved this unfolding drama. Who Zealand's number one station? Who's Talk ZB? The best people by far. That is the key. The biggest names in all of the nation. It's Who Zealand's favourite station. If you've just joined us, you may be confused, mildly confuffled, or somewhat bemused. You might even be listening with a bit of disdain at all of this rhyming. So let me explain. Mike Hosking dreamt a big dream yesterday as he lay on his sofa and drifted away. He was hosting a show on Who's Talk ZB, a magical station quite otherworldly. The world was Who Zealand, populated with Who's. And amidst the interviews, stories and news, a star had been moving from the east to the west. What could it mean? Well, there were plenty who guessed. We'd come to learn from a credible bloke that the star was not some kind of practical joke, but the sign of a very significant birth. A child who one day would bring peace on earth. Above Te Aroha, the star came to a stop. A farmer called Trevor saw it from a hilltop. He rang up to say that he'd seen the young lad in a smelly old stable with his mum and his dad. So Mike rang the motel to try and to see if he could speak to the parents on Whose Talk ZB. You've reached Te Araha Motel in Spa. I assure you our receptionist hasn't gone far. For Murray McMotel McCunn, dial one. Dial two for his daughter and three for his son. Dial four for the bar, for the spa, dial five. Dial six if you know you'll be late to arrive. Seven will get you our caretaker, Jack. Dial eight for the smelly old shit out the back. Well, that's very handy. Eight it is. Let's see. Hello, can I help you? Hi, it's Who's Talk ZB. I'm Michael Van Hoosking, Van Hosking McMike. Can you give me a minute or a few, if you like? Sure, man. What's up? What's going on? Well, it seems you're a bit of a phenomenon. And you're live on the wireless right through the nation. We hear you've got a cause for a big celebration. Yeah, Michael, that's right. It's been a big day. To be totally honest, we're blown away. When my partner got preggers, we had such apprehension. Now the baby is here, we've had so much attention. We didn't expect a shed full of farmers, and those wise guys with presents, wow, they were charmers. Their gifts were quite special. We sure feel blessed. But my partner, Mary... She just needs a rest. She gave birth in a cow shed. That's a bit rough. Oh, bro, don't you worry. My girl, she's quite tough. We hear there wasn't a crib for a bed? Yeah, just a trough to lay down his sweet head. It's usually used for the cows and the sheep. This motel's quite scoty, but it sure is cheap. Well, I hope it's exceeded your expectations on becoming a father. My congratulations. Well, thanks, Mike, for your wishes. And yes, I am glad. But technically speaking, I'm not the dad. So what's with the rumours, the rife speculation that this child is worthy of such adoration? Well, I haven't heard much, but I've been told this birth could one day be described as God's gift to planet Earth. Every baby's special. And this one is no exception. He's been causing quite a stir since the time of his conception. Even this location, it seems quite profound. Te Araha, the love, has come to this small town. 
This birth is a reminder, a message from afar, that loves the gift that's found underneath the Christmas star. That's all very gripping. Thanks for taking my call. Good luck for the future. Good luck to you all. I've no way of knowing. I haven't a clue if what you are saying will ever come true. But I wish you the best. Happy days to all three. And happy days to all listeners of Whose Talk ZB. Mike woke from his dream with a bit of a shock. His head was all fuzzy as he looked at the clock. Twas still the night before Christmas and all through the house was the sweet smell of dinner prepared by his spouse. The table was laden with veggies and meat. The aroma was such an olfactory treat. There was turkey and ham and gravy galore. Potatoes and kumara piled up by the score. Stacks of fresh veggies drizzled in oils, and the kids were arriving to survey the spoils. With scenes from his dream still swirling around, he walked to the table and sat himself down. As he sat and he looked past the sauces and dressings, he thought it a good time to count all his blessings. It wasn't the food he was most grateful for, because Christmas, of course, means a little bit more. It's not only a time to eat turkey and pav. It's a time to be grateful for the loved ones we have. He resolved to always forever remember that love is the heart of this feast in December. So to all in New Zealand, young, old, short and tall, I wish you much love and happy Christmas to all. This program was broadcast with love and with care. Made with the support of Who Zealand On Air. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you enjoyed Who's Talk ZB as much as I did. My thanks to New Zealand On Air. And if you want to listen online, check out www.newstalkzb.co.nz forward slash Who's Talk ZB. And uh, to everyone listening today, I hope that you've had a fantastic day. I hope you have a fantastic night. A Merry Christmas to you all. Getting ready, I'm getting ready, ready for Christmas Day. Getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. I'll the tent. Name the undertaker. He's getting ready for your birthday. Not only that, the Jesus, he's getting ready for you. Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and not only the Jesus, but the in-laws, the police folks. Now, get ready for Christmas Day, and I want you to bear it in mind. The reason that if I could tell my mom and dad that the things we never had never mattered, we were always okay. Christmas Day, but when Christmas comes